Cheers, cheers. Cecil, you wanna say something to the people? Red potatoes made by Jen. Thanks, Jen. You better. As always, it's great. Thanks for, Jen for that idea. Amazing. Yeah. I like when we're more together as a team. <laughs> so, so um, per usual, we're going to start the show with some appetizers. We're going to go around the circle. Um, also, I, before we do that, I want to say hello to our dinner guests. We have a dinner hey, guest. Hey, Diana. Diana. She is a vintage. Yes, yeah, a vintage like long, um, long haul ride or die. She's been listening to us since conception, so <laughs> happy to have her here as a dinner guest. Diana, I want you to promote yourself a little bit. Tell people who you are and what you do and how they can follow you and things. Um, my name is Diana. I am. I work for a record label. I work with entertainment. Um, and I have a nonprofit called I Am the Woman. Where <laughs> where I want to help and promote self-love and self-care for women all around the world. Mm -hmm. You can follow me on I Am The Woman or I Am Diana for events. That's it. Amazing. Oh. snag I Am Diana? That sounds like everyone would like, have it already. Yeah. Right? Uh, it uh, six days. Uh, six days. Oh, oh wow. So She's Diana. Diana. Oh. I don't forget my name yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. You might want to spell those handles though. <laughs> Right? Because I am Diana. Because that's what I am Diana with five babies. Right. Of course. Of course. It's like a million dollars. That's so crazy. Right. I feel you. So we're going to start off with our appetizers. I'll go first. I recently visited this really beautiful, dope sunflower maze over the weekend, over Labor Day weekend. And um, I just had a really good time. I was out there taking pictures, being one with the sun, the sunflowers. See what she did there. Yeah. So yeah, I had a really good time, and it was a relaxing weekend. I've been busting my behind at work, so it was nice to get out in the field and be one with nature. And what was it? Where's that? It's in Sussex County. Okay. It's in, um, yeah, no, Sussex County. That's Jersey. Oh, Jersey, 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 sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with Suffolk County, right. where everyone dies and gets crashed. Sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly. Or is that Or is that NASA? Um, new. Happy tizer. I don't know. I don't know if we get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have fucked the entire county. The county. Right? You want to go back? Comments. What? Some sort of like emotional <laughs> distress. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So Sussex County was dope. Like it's right there in Jersey. It's like two hours away from Manhattan or from Brooklyn. And um, if you guys get a chance, just check it out. Take your kids. I'm pretty sure it's dope during like the uh, fall season oh, too. Yeah. I imagine because they have all these um, fixtures in the sunflower fields in the in the maze. It's like owls and stuff, and they get really festive. I'm sure like around October, and they put pumpkins around, and 
it's cool because like the maze, um, it spells out like gratitude and love, wow. and then there's a peace sign. Oh my so God. when you look like, so if you, they don't allow drone. drones, but if you had a drone, you could see like what it spells like, out. Why you can see it. Not allow something to I know, but you know you're in the middle of a peace sign. You're yeah. going in the middle of gratitude. So it's like you know, just fully knowing it. Like someone yeah. has to have, have that photo. Yeah, yeah. probably. No, they have it. They have it for their oh, own okay. advertisement. Yeah. yeah, and you can check them out on. She likes being away. She was acting super crazy in the hotel. It's like a new space, new surroundings. Oh, Always giving, like, jumping like, all crazy. over, off all the furniture. <laughs> There's like these high windows. And y'all probably like, like, go ahead, girl, bring it. Hey, get tired, please. <laughs> and then she finally fell asleep. Um, and then today she had her first day of, I guess, I, you call it preschool, I guess, right? Is it like the early preschool? Pre, pre, early development program, I guess Love they call it. Yeah, so. AKA the new way to take your money. <laughs> Pretty much, um, but yeah, just dropping off today was really um, it's strange because she's been with you know the baby for the past uh, two years, so giving her over to someone else to take care of her was a little you know bittersweet. But I think she did good. She little just I cried a little bit, but I was really happy that it you know that she's in it because I feel like she you know because she's an only kid, you know, she <laughs> needs the other kids to socialize with and all that other stuff. Yeah. So I think it's really going to be good for her and just helping social development, language development, all that good stuff. So it's good. So this was sad, you know, it's like a bittersweet moment. Yeah, yeah, it was. I feel like I'm going to cry probably like Peggy does. Every oh. first, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah. cry for Kiana? For college, no, I'm not crying tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fly tomorrow, I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be there. Come back with me. She'll be all right. Just make sure you That's the difference. 
Yeah. Yeah. School for three hours again, tomorrow. Huh? Real school starts Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's so different. Job, I have to tie right? Yes. 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 Mother of a college, college student. So gotcha. I'm still adjusting with my son being gone. Like I see him probably once every two or three months, depending if he's off school. Um, and today, well, yesterday actually. He was like, Mom, I'm coming to the parade with you. And I was like, really? I was like, yes, calm down. He's in school, so he had to take the bus and train. Got lost a little bit because he's not college of Staten Island. Okay. So he didn't know the transportation, so he finally got down. And we just went to the parade, and I was like, so how you been? Because I moved him to college, but we just didn't get to talk. We don't get to converse. So I'm like trying to really catch up with him. And after the parade, I was like, you enjoyed yourself? He's like, yeah, so let's go eat. Went to a Haitian restaurant, you know, nice. just showing him all the, you know, the West Indian culture. And he was just like, this is so much fun. I enjoy it. And then he was just like, mom, let's just walk back to the hotel. He was like, why? I was like, we could take Uber. He's like, no, it's like 35 minutes. We could just talk. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, Aww. yes, let's do that. That 35 minutes ended up being an hour. <laughs> but it went by pretty fast. We were just talking about just life and transitioning and just what he wants to do with himself and just a, being around a new surrounding of people. Yeah. And like some people think like he's a little standoffish and he's just like, Mom, I'm not standoffish. I'm just like, I'm used to being alone and I don't need to be just around a whole bunch of people. And he's like, how do I deal with that? Just, I was like, you just gotta just slowly dive in. Like, you don't have to explain right. yourself to people. They think whatever they want to think of you. It's just, at the end of the day, they'll get to know you. But it was just like a, a moment where I just needed, like, I just missed my child and I had to be able to converse with him so much. So just, we had a full hour of just getting to know each other and talk about Absolutely. Commendable companion. You've raised a very, very great young man. CJ has literally got a soft spot in my heart. And he cooks a meal. And he cooks a meal. Okay. Like Sweet kids. Like a chef. Yes. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Yes. Mongo. Tony's cooking like seafood rice for everyone today. Oh, excuse me. Oh, Tony's cooking seafood rice. So, when does he a though? He wants to be a guest for us. That's true. Yes, he would. He would. Trust me. I hope he has a great, safe, you know, school year. Yes. 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 Plenty blessings to him. Thank you. Thank you. Then what's your appetizer? So, <laughs> 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 and I went away for Labor Day weekend. It was yes. a, it was different vibes because usually I'm on the park right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an story. If I not at a wedding, actually, um, but I went away upstate, two and a half hours away. It was a beautiful town called Forestburg. Um, I, the host was really, really nice, actually. It's my first time doing an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. So the host was really cool. When we got there, um, she was out in the lawn. And she, I, went, I went with this guy that I'm dating. So he uh, he saw her. So he was like, I think she's coming over here. And I said, she's coming over here? <laughs> she's coming, yeah, she's she ran. And, you know, we hugged. Like, we, I knew her. You know, oh, she, wow. she was right. All the good stuff here. Right, it was just like, no, no I mean, the way she was running in the field, it was just like, obviously she got much to me give me like, Hi. Yeah. I don't know. You were like, this is going to be a hug. Yeah. Yeah. The way she was running. Bring it in, Susan. Exactly. Maria was in But the house was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It was like a schoolhouse, and the inside was like so modern. 
It was like a loft, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember thinking it was like a squat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, a premier school house, like in Rockland. Yeah, oh, the red. Yeah, when you oh, walk in, it's like so pretty. Studio. That's I guess studio lofty. So it was cool. So. Nice. Good. Good time is having a good time. Was done by all. So we're gonna get into our main dish tonight. We're gonna talk about why people think it's okay to mind your uterus, as in the business that goes on in your uterus. I think like we were just discussing prior to recording. People think it's okay to kind of like police you, especially like after you get married, they want to know when you're going to have a kid, why aren't you having a kid, if you already have a kid, they might want to question the next one, the next one. Mm -hmm. and it's like, why do you think it's so important for them to, you know, tell you what to do with your body? Georgia, you have some facts. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have facts, I think, um, I think it's intrusive. Mm -hmm. um, when people assume that A, you want to be a mom. Very true. Yeah. true. That's right. a large assumption. Yeah, that is so, a very large assumption. So just, they just, just make that, a mom. that assumption mm -hmm. or you might not be able to medically. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, there might be other things going on, maybe working on your career, maybe there's financial reasons, different yeah. things. So I just think it's very intrusive, but I think from a cultural standpoint, because I feel like we're all West Indian here. I think um, in West Indian households, there's a lot of um, shame that, com yeah. right, that comes with not having children yeah. by a certain age because it's like, it, people almost assume that if you don't have children, it's because you can't have children. Yeah. And it's almost a stigma and it's like a level of shame that you should feel if you're a woman that can't produce. Yeah, and it's like your fault. Right, you said intrusive, but I thought insensitive. Like mm -hmm. it, it really mm -hmm. is insensitive mm -hmm. to ask people that because, um, like growing up in church, I hear so many stories about people trying to procreate and have, you know, and, and have babies by a certain point in their lives or whatever. And I know, know so many women that have, you know, um, unfortunately had miscarriages and stuff like that. And I've heard testimonies after testimonies. And some of them turn out to be like. You know, great blessings, and they end up having a kid, being able to get pregnant. Maybe they adopt, maybe they don't. Whatever the case is, but you know, and everyone goes through their journey, and you feel how you feel. But at the same time, I always wondered, like, well, if there was no pressure, you know, for you to do this thing, like, could it be different for you? Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, there's, you know, chemically, you know, chemically, you don't know what your body's doing, and you can't control certain things, and it might be your husband, which is another thing that people never assume. Like, never, you know, exactly. and I never. So yeah. It's a woman yeah. shame. It's never something yeah. on men like that. It's yeah, woman. it's it's we unfair. It's definitely women. not yeah. talked about if it is the man, mm -hmm. you know. And I think a lot of the women might carry the burden if it is a man's fault, mm -hmm. or if it you know if it kind of falls on him and she's perfectly fine and she can you know have a baby, but he's having some issues. But we never know that stuff. We always know that it's her having all the miscarriages, and somehow it's like all her fault. Mm -hmm. Right, you know what I mean? and I don't think, and I don't even know it. how it started or, or when it started, but like it really needs to stop. And it's really surprising to me when people do it in 2019. There are a couple of things that still shock yeah. me. That's one of them. 
because I wow. think we're just like it's just such a different time and it's like get off that already you exactly. know what I'm saying like why do you still live in this space where you think it's okay right. to tell people what to, to do with their body because we live in a space where the government is trying to tell us well, what to do but I think, I think our, that's what they it is. really feel like yeah. oh you're gonna get too old to have kids yeah yeah, they, so they think they're going from yeah. of love. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think there's like two things. I think it might be that like when we're talking about like family and stuff, mm-hmm. I think unfortunately people don't know how to communicate that kind of thing with sensitivity. So they are coming from a good place. I think when your mom's concerned that you don't have a kid yet and you're 30, whatever, like I think that is a worry that she has because she doesn't want you to miss an opportunity. Yeah, I, I think I think it's the same thing. You know, like but like, if like they, they say that to you, they're like, or they think something's, you know? or they're judging you and they think something's wrong with you. True. There are people who yeah. come from a judgmental place. Yeah, some like, people, not everyone will ask you things. Yeah, that are coming from a good place exactly or a positive place or thinking you know that sometimes it is from a negative space yeah. and they're they're judging you like what's wrong with you like not everyone is sure. coming from a place of love yeah yeah, no, for sure. yeah. Um, yeah i think there's, there's definitely a difference yeah but i think it's the same thing like they're just like how can you oh my gosh you're 35 oh my gosh you're 37 but I like think- it's like but yeah of course like it's my mom right mm-hmm. it's no there's no, it's the same thing. Malicious intent. Right. It's, it's the same thing because like I'm not, I'm not I taking it. I agree. It's the same thing. I'm not taking it as yeah. like she's like, what's wrong with you? But Why are you not having kids yet? I think like, some people have this idea of cases. society like you're supposed to by a certain age, no, oh, have, oh, yeah, yeah, certain age have kids, certain age, live yeah. off certain, of that little exactly. mash paper we used to make. For my example, I have one and he's 19 and I've been here forever. When are you going to have another one? Mm-hmm. But no one ever thought, well, are you in a relationship? Have they you met somebody? No, so I just, for me, I feel like that's severely that. insensitive yeah. because you're just skipping a whole step. How yes. about the step for me to get to that point? Maybe yes. I felt like I had a relationship, I was engaged, and then I had, well, I had the kid before I was engaged, right. that didn't work out, I want to make sure I take the proper steps for myself right. to do that again. Exactly. You know, but people out yeah. there are just like, when are you going to have another one? He needs a sister, he needs a brother, and I'm like, did he tell you this? Who told you? 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 But I think people are also not looking at, looking deeper into it, right? Because mm-hmm. I was watching a show the other day and it was basically saying like, this generation now, we're like, the lo- we have like some of the lowest birth mm-hmm. rates mm-hmm. where we're literally not having children. So we have to start looking like, it's not just one person. It's not driven only by socioeconomic reasons, right? Mm-hmm. It's not driven I think that's by... a large part of it. It is it a large is, part of it. And it's also not driven by your education, right? So when you level the playing field, yeah, no one's having children. Right. So there's there's no exception, right? So that means, to me, looking at it from the... It's kind of like, we, we come out of college. We're like... You leveled up our opportunities, so we right. feel like... We're focusing on, on relationships well, not even and building you come and out careers and things like right. that. When yeah. you come out and you have so much debt when you come out of college okay. and then you start working and yeah. you can't afford to pay it off. So it takes you a longer time to pay it off. And so it takes, we're thinking about it. Right. Right. It's right between our generation exactly. and, and the ones before exactly. us. I think we, think we take our time to think about the things that we're going to do, the mm-hmm. long-term we're decision making. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're super intentional. I feel like we like my friend circle though. is the same way. Like people that I know that are outside of my circle, like they kind of 
think the same way. You know what I mean? Like, okay. no one makes these crazy decisions and like, boom, I'm just gonna change my life, uproot my life, do whatever, have a kid, whatever, right. and then deal with it later. Right. Everyone's trying to avoid all the issues that come yeah. with those. But I things, also think because decisions. we weren't as privileged as these new Gen X or younger. So like in our generations, we were still working at yes. 16. But those opportunities were out there, right? So mm -hmm. as opportunities reduce in size, right, you have to find more resources. But that's the thing, though. I think right now that we are privy to having all the information. That's we know everything is yeah. going on. So Back easy. then, it's like, yeah. it wasn't as accessible to everyone else. Yeah. Now, now I'm not what? saying to know information. I'm mm -hmm. saying the opportunities that are present. It was a lot easier to purchase a home back then, right? You could go out, you could find a bank loan, you could purchase a home. It's extremely difficult now yeah. to purchase a home, right? Mm -hmm. It's extremely difficult to start a business from scratch. It takes a lot more money, it takes a lot more resources. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is it's getting more restricted. Yeah. So why would you bring multiple children into a world where there's less opportunity, right? Yes. So you have to think about it in, in, whole, in a whole because I feel like we struggled, like there was a balance between, like in our, in our generation where we, either, even when you grew up in a middle class family, you weren't privileged like you said, right? right. So it's like, we still had to work for ours, you know what I'm saying? But still, was we're still, class. Class. yeah, like yeah, it existed, but like now exist. you're just like watching everybody either be super, super rich or, or struggling, yeah. right. you know what I mean? And you're I think that's, a, that's the whole other thing about the information, like, we're making well-informed decisions because yeah. we have all this access yeah. to stuff. True. I think it's just like how progressive we are in like with therapy mm -hmm. and just like trying to fix our problems before we even have them exactly. and being progressive in that way and we're like forward thinking and like, right. you know what I mean? Like it's different when you're a forward thinker because you can just, you're a futurist and you, you can, can already see, it. you can you foresee, see. yeah, mm -hmm. what can possibly go wrong. So you try to make a better informed, logical decision. Yeah. You can control the variables you know I mean? that you can. Yeah. Exactly. And show that you're one of those variables that you can control. Absolutely. And I think that's that plays a big part of like it's a church of place. Our generation started with the Gen X's a lot more informed. A right. They never yeah. have yeah. it until they stop more yeah. so yeah. like, they know what like starting businesses way earlier. They're like they're right. literally and focused so on so that. They are getting married. That's true because even when you think about Ruthie's uh friends, Karima's friends, yeah, yeah, they're getting they're getting getting married. But that's so important though because then you see the shift in what they can now present to their children, right? Mm -hmm. Because now marriage yeah. is becoming important in the African-American community, right? With these younger kids hey, you that went to like, college that come yeah. out of college mm -hmm. now. Now it's like, they don't even have to come from homes where their parents were married, awesome. right? Because they're starting to understand the value and what. They're creating double degree. So, right, like right. And, and like so what a dual income yeah. does for you, like exactly. to have a double income. Mm -hmm. So it's really important because you're teaching them financial independence, financial responsibility. Yeah. So that's important. That And these are single moms, right? So you're teaching your kids that, so they gravitate towards that. They want that. They want to see a different life, you know what I mean? So that's important. So I think we're opening the floodgates and it's curiosity you know what, as well. A lot of people were asking for our older folks. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't live the lifestyle, like you said, like mm -hmm. we are living right mm -hmm. now. So they're just like, go have another one. It's easy. We have two, three. Or maybe right. you're married or maybe you're not. But in, in our head, we're like, two, three, oh my God. Right. Daycare. How do I get off for who's that? Like, it's just a lot. And it's like, am I going to have time to work out? Like, people are <laughs> 
between three to five hundred they are renting right. rooms for sixteen hundred dollars yeah. right. a room it ain't your kitchen it ain't your bathroom it ain't your I'm renting our room. You know, I got your bathroom and kitchen. It depends on where you live. But this law firm out in Manhattan, her husband's a doctor, and they're renting because they're moving from like Albany down to Manhattan. And they're one bedroom in Manhattan, thirty-eight hundred a month. Oh, one That's cheaper. Bedroom. I thought it was going to be like because I thought it was nothing. It depends on yeah, it depends on where you are. That's Brooklyn numbers. So it's crazy. So it's gonna have the reverse effect. So my thing is like, how do you bring children into this? Okay. The thing thing is, how do we create a sensitivity where people? Yeah. How do you guys? How do the moms respect react? the space? Like that's respect that's that's that. Right. Yeah. How, how do you? How do you? How do moms okay. react to people? For me, how I just literally. I mean, well, jokingly, I say to people, young. I'm like. You have one, and then we'll talk, okay? Yeah. When people are like, "What are you gonna have the next one?" I'm like, "When you have one, we can talk." Because yeah, I'm not catch even up. I'm gonna play, play catch up because I'm not I don't need to tell you what to do either. But if you're out here policing, my like, okay, let's we play we play this game. Let's do it. Bang bang, shoot it up. Let's go. Bang shoot it up. Let's go. That's what we do it. You know, for but me, honestly, I always want to be sensitive. Like I used to be like, oh, you know, I'm waiting for you guys. But now, you know, the more and more I read these things about people saying how they feel like people police their vagina, yeah. police their uterus and saying, oh, why don't you have kids? Or how, are you guys even trying? And then people talk about these stories behind it, like the miscarriages, the in vitro, yeah. the adoptions that fell through and all the, all the things that go into trying to have children because it is an amazing thing, but first of all, is it something that somebody wants? I want you to always think of that. Like, did the person tell you they want to have kids? Is that part of their plan? 
Is that part of their dream package? Yes. Is that what they want? Just mind your business. Number one, number two. If it's married people, you don't know that they don't work. Could you imagine just asking a woman like aggressively, like when are you having a child, and knowing that, like not knowing that she can't? The intimacy of so what exactly. like, that yeah. just yeah. Or she just exactly. said you don't know. Just have just found out that she couldn't yeah. have kids. Exactly. Yeah. You find out your, you find out your sterile. You find out your, your something's wrong with your eggs. You don't even know what the sperm. And then I feel like. Or sperm. My thing, like I, I talked about sperm. this a while back on <laughs> my um one our earlier earlier podcast about how when I went in high risk pregnancies, anybody over thirty five, that's it. It's Boom. Thirty now. It's thirty. Thirty, 30 now. Yeah, we're all down. Geriatric, geriatric pregnancy. First time I had a bed I'm like, I can't even get an AARP card. And you're calling my pregnancy geriatric? Like, oh, don't we do it? It's rude. I can't get this to you. And doctors are promoting this kind of, but then there's places that you go that are sensitive. They don't like to call it that. Like, when I was going to NYU, they're like, we don't refer to it as that. It's not something. But geriatric. Because you have to, it's a conversation that you're having around it. Because you got to make women feel comfortable that if we're telling them to go and work, we want equal rights, we want equal pay, we want you to pursue careers, and then we're shaming them on the other, where are we balancing the scales? We're not. We're shaming you for chasing your careers. We're shaming you for wanting better for yourself and telling you what are you going to have. Well, you know, you're getting up there. We could talk about cryogenics oh, yeah. and possibly oh, yeah. freezing your eggs. And yeah. what? That's not a conversation somebody wants to hear okay. when they're trying to do better for themselves. Because like they're also okay, she's older. Let's just do a C-section. But yeah. Like, no. Yeah. You don't. So no, no, do no, no, they don't promote that enough. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. C-section rates are way higher for African American women. Yeah. Absolutely. I have C-section. Let me um play devil's advocate. What is wrong with them giving you those options though? If scientifically they know that as you get older. It's, I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with it. I think it's just the way that's like shoved Presented down Presented to you, exactly. Like if I'm just here for a checkup and everything's copacetic, you don't have to ask me what I'm having to do every single checkup. And science. And scientifically, magic. you guys are doing magical things. Yeah. You can pick the sex of a child. Yeah, I feel like and fifty-year-olds so are having children. Yeah. I don't know why. So I think scientifically, it's proven that you like. Yes. Yeah, okay, I feel like in a private like setting, like that, I mean, don't don't even go Sarah out in the Bible. Okay, on, but what I'm saying is, uh -huh. is when you go to see a medical oh, provider, right? I'm saying, I'm saying that there's certain spaces. And certain people that do, I don't think it's right to shame you, mm -hmm. but I think those conversations need to be had. If you are concerned, it's the tone of the conversation. I think if you are concerned as the woman, if you have decided, I want to travel, I want to do this, I want to focus on other things, whatever the other things may be, let me talk to my doctor about my options so that mm -hmm. I know I have them mm -hmm. for when I'm ready completely different. I think it's like the idea that women are not controlling the narrative of what happens with their body. Because when they when they look at your chart, when they look at your chart, when they look at your chart, they say, oh, you're 35? Yeah. And they look at you, you want no kids? And it's just like, yeah, that's kind of cool. I think it comes down to, but I'm saying it comes down to bedside manners, right? It's how it's delivered. That's what I'm, yeah. But what I'm saying is it's there professional responsibility to actually have those conversations mm -hmm. with you. Sure. They they have to have those conversations with you because then they're not providing sure. Sure. all that information. So ask like, oh what's your you know what's uh what's, the plan? what's your plan? Yeah. 
that's okay, okay. literally the tone plan. of the conversation. So what are your plans? What do you what you don't feel like it's exactly you don't feel like it's like a judgment. No, because it's a different question. It's a different question. Also keep that same energy when you know I have some sort of medical condition that doesn't concern my uterus and ask me if I want to see a nutritionist. All the details. Me up with Give that. me all so the details. Doctors, those, those I agree. Different, you know what I mean? It's a, right? I know. Because everyone doesn't go the holistic route. No, yeah. Understood. Everyone yeah. will. I think most you likely, take like, a, like a like a class. Yes. Like most a likely, seminar. you're gonna support pharmaceutical. Most likely, you're gonna support scientific. Most, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like most likely, you're gonna try to get me to freeze my eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to just hope that you're gonna, you know, it's gonna work out in your favor when it, you know when the time comes. But again. I know, but it's you I think it's their medical responsibility to give you all the options. No, I agree. Right? Like yeah. you said, I don't think there's anything wrong happens. with that. But right. it is about how it's set. Yeah. yeah. If you like, ask me what's your plan, I mean every time though, but like every time, are you seeing someone special? Like no, I don't want that. Right? Well, maybe that. Well, I, I, I agree. If you have a doctor that you have to go through all that, it's legit for me. It's legit. Yeah, I think that was her sensitivity. And then they look at my age, and then look at they look up. And they're like, oh, I didn't know you was 36 or 37. They, they, they legit look up, and they're like, and then their next question is, do you want, do you want, do you want to get? Oh, we don't. How did we just arrive at that conclusion? My age. They see me and they think I'm younger. Mm-hmm. No, so I know that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, how do they just arrive at this conclusion? You don't want to get. Yeah. Well, because they just because it's like the assumption yeah. that you are 36, mm-hmm. and if you don't have any children, you must not want any. That's mm-hmm. not like a lawsuit. <laughs> But I think also that they. <laughs> <laughs> is that the I've watched enough Grey's Anatomy to know. I thought like, being oversensitive. No. 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 Because you know why I think we're not in. Like I said, in the environment where men, predominantly Caucasian men, mm-hmm. are telling women of all colors, all shapes, and sizes what to do with their uterus, we are not in a position to be overly sensitive. We have the right to say these kinds of things mm-hmm. because they want to tell us when we can abort, when we can do this. When we can do that, do you have a uterus? Do you have a period? Do you have a place to tell me what to do with mine? But it's true. And the more that we, if we start to think about sensitivity, then that's when they start to close in their ranks and just think, okay, you know what? They're overly emotional and just keep making all these rules for us. And, and then like push it to the side. Push it to the side. And I say, you burn it down. Burn the whole damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> <That's what we're laughs> everyone is sorry for their lives. We all have bad futures. What if we stop burning down? Flip that shit. That's what yeah. we need to do. Flip it. That's when you're voting. Literally, when you're voting out. You flip it. That's it. You make sure you're out there voting for people who have your best interests out. Absolutely, I agree. That's true. Question, does your friends ask you that as well? Not just like older people or people who find out your age. They ask you like, do they... People yeah, close to you? Yeah. I've had family members who are close to my age who asked me when I was having kids. Yeah. I remember when I first got diagnosed with lupus, one of my one of my cousins asked me, so are you gonna have a baby next year? Because you just got diagnosed. Because I just just got diagnosed. She's like, you know, she's a nurse. She's like, you know, it's harder, you gotta make sure. And I'm, I'm like, why am I even having this conversation? I'm still trying to come yeah, to terms. Yeah. I'm thinking about break. I don't even know what that's gonna look like for right. me. Right. But that's literally what she said to me. And I thought, in, in the moment, I was like, why is this even a conversation? Right. 
And how is that the first thing you judge you? So but then she asked you about your something? health and how you're doing and what you're no, doing. No, after that, of course, it's an afterthought. Yeah. But it was a, do you, are you, but are you, first is there a plan to have kids? Yeah. Are you ready to say that? Like some agree. people just come off sometimes and they're they're insensitive, but it's like the first thing in their mind. Yeah. Oh my God, you shouldn't have kids right now. Yeah. You should do, and it's just like, can I process stuff? Like for me, and it's almost like they trying to protect I, you. Like I don't yeah, know about you, but at the time for like me, I'm processing. Why can't I meet somebody mm-hmm. right to have a kid? Why can't I just get that part together? Mm-hmm. Like not I per se, but just right. like this is where I would like to be ideally mm-hmm. at this point yeah. to then have that step. Yeah. But you're just why you don't have a kid? And I'm like, like did you meet my man? Exactly. But yeah. then at, at one point I feel like it's growth because mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Right. I don't want to. God's not ready for me. Right. And then you just be like, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. But you just gotta take because at first I'd be like. You got a man for me? Right. Like, cause it was just like, you know how people keep coming so much and it's just like, you're just like, I'm like, may the Lord open. That should be the first answer. Hands made like, that's the best answer though. That's the best. May the Lord open. Hallelujah. That's gonna be the name of the episode. No, but I definitely gotten that question with Kiana being 16. I'm like, look, if I'm in the right situation, it will likely happen. Yeah. I do want more because they also say, you don't want any more. And I'm like, no, I would like another child. Like, true. Because that is true. Some people don't want that kid. Yeah. Like, you're, you, you have a son 18, Kiana's 16. So, so it's not like, right. like, where? You're waiting so long. You're waiting so long. I'm always like, no, right? I'm the one with college and diapers. Yeah. I have the same thing. Like, people just like, Right. People do it People all do the best in our time, though. And then it's like some people, they probably don't want the same things we want for our kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some people, not to say, like someone could ask you a question like that, but then I'm like, man, do you know how much it costs me to football, this, the clothes, right. to, I to, put, this to, to this put myself child. in a, and I live in Florida, so I was like, bro, you yeah. I mean, um, put yourself in a good neighborhood so your kids are not being raised around surroundings that you don't want them to be raised yeah. around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like all that takes our fact important factors when you're raising a child. Of I can't. Yeah. I can't. I've had several conversations with people that are are parents of multiple and they're like two is our limit or mm-hmm. three is our limit because the quality of life they want to give their exactly. kid is not possible. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not you can't fit every child. Exactly. You know, because like you're gonna have to cut costs and then you're gonna have to like you know, just yeah, cut experience or whatever it is that you're going to have to cut because you can't offer that to every single kid mm-hmm. now. And it's hard because to get it by yourself as well. Oh, exactly. And I was talking to somebody today that was saying, like, some guy was dating some girl who had four kids. And she mm-hmm. made 90 grand. But she was always broke. But yeah. she was doing it by herself. She has four kids. But she, uh, she's also doing it by herself. So yeah, it's just like, if you're the only single... You know, and you're trying to it give them... Matter, you're the right? optimal 90 grand is one. Did we get that fact earlier? Yeah. Seriously, they sharing all the food. <laughs> they sharing all the food. Hand me down so I can. I'm done. Listen, I have our girlfriend. God bless her heart. She has four kids. I watch her make eggs in the morning, and it was just like, wow, a whole cart. <laughs> and then like, and I'm like, I can't yeah. even imagine your grocery shopping. Exactly. And I said, God bless Sorry, your heart. Yeah. And then and, and then. You know, every parenting is different. Like, yeah. I'm not always. I work. I, I, you know, I'm by myself. Like, I'm not getting up every morning making breakfast for my son. I'm like, I'll make breakfast sometimes. She gets up. Yeah. She gets up and she cooks and she does everything, but she also has to help. 
she has her man there yeah. for her to yeah. support her. He pays the mortgage, so she gets up. I can't do all that. Like I, I, they know that you by yourself. Exactly. Like, when's your next kid? Excuse me. And so you're gonna be inside. And you, you don't ever think. I'm like, did you ever see me with somebody? Like, someone told me the other day. Because you're hiding your man real good on Instagram. So goddamn, let me know where he at. I'm hiding for me too. I'm hiding so well. You don't show up on your I was so. I was like, what? I'm gonna tell you what I'm about to be under my bed. Let me know. Let me know. People are ballsy. People are very ballsy. People are it's a cultural thing. It's a generational thing. It's a lot of factors that go into the way people and feel like. Saying, we just need to think the way we're thinking. Mm -hmm. We're thinking smart. And not, not for nothing, but the United States is the hardest country to live in. Really? You go to Canada, you have a kid, oh, you, you get one year York. free, you get free health care. Europe, like one here, year. You, if you have a, depending on the health insurance you have, you gotta pay the 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 pay um the down payment before you have your kid. You gotta pay the, like come on, son, like you're not having a baby. It's a business. It's crazy. It's a business. It's a business. Who wants to just deal with? But I was thinking, like, I guess they all, I guess every single one of them are just insensitive, but they probably mean like, oh, you don't want kids. I think especially I guess they have kids, they probably want you to experience that. That like. I guess joy, mm -hmm. or you know, because because like it can't or be maybe your joy okay. comes from traveling. Sure, and that's what I get. It's like it's like an incessant thing. It's yeah. like a, yeah. you're looking at what or projecting their own shit. Some or people are projecting their own like, shit. Like, all of yes. that because I think um, was it Tracy Ellis Ross recently? She came out and she basically said. People have always shamed her for making the decision to consciously not want kids. Mm -hmm. Like, it's she, there's nothing wrong with her. She, she's sure she's fine medically, whatever. She could have a kid if she wanted to, mm -hmm. whatever. But she didn't want to try. Like, she likes her life the way she likes her life. And I think people judge those people oh, yeah, all true. the time. Yeah. And even harder, and even more so when they're women. Like, when men decide that they don't want kids, they it's just don't want kids. They're just a yeah. bachelor. You know, it is what it is. Like, you know, we respect the guy's decision and he can, you know, and not he can have go to you. without explanation. Absolutely. You know what? I guess it's because, no, but because can you have are the bearer. Yeah, yeah that's of the course. Thing. That's the thing. That's what they Yeah, never. but like when they decide to never have the child. Yeah, but they, uh, they probably have like in the back of their mind, like they can say that, but if they decided to have it at 80, 90, yeah, which they can. can still go down. They can still go down. Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, but still, like they're never shamed. Yeah, right. Right. But like if a woman says, you know what, I've decided that. Of all the things that I want to do, I want to be a boss. I want to be a traveler. I mm -hmm. want to be a financier. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be all these things, but I don't want to, to be, be a mom. mom. I want to be yeah. a stay home You're wife. shamed. Right? Why? Like, what if Why? you just want to be a And that man takes care of the kids. She's in school. He went and got a second job to help for the wedding. Mm -hmm. He comes home. He still cut the grass. I'm sitting there. And I'm like, I'm honored to be your maid of honor. This no. is a wonderful man. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored to be part of this. Exactly. That's but a good then, and then she's yeah, like, but he, but then she's like, he, he says a lot he about that. He wouldn't mind. Really. He wouldn't mind sitting in the house and taking care of the kids while she worked. And he doesn't feel bad about it. And she's like, I wouldn't mind if he wants that, as long as we're both here to. 
take care of the kids, raise our kids, right? Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, it works. You know, and and I like it. not everybody it's has that system. Yeah, everything is synergy is everything. It's necessary. I think that's amazing. It's necessary. Sure. You guys, you guys got to be on the same. No, no, no. I need my nigga to work. Don't just say it. That's okay. That's for you. The synergy. But that's not synergy. Oh my. No, that's okay. If you want it the other way around, I'll stay here. I'm gonna close out with the last tip, but just don't, just you know, don't take it personally out there. We've all been through it. People yeah. policing your uterus, you know, they're trying just to get all your business. Just, yeah. just take your time, do what you want to do, live your life the best way you can. Jen, just gonna take us out with the last tip. I, I, I believe you have one life to live. You live for yourself, just like you said. You yeah. don't have to worry about what anybody thinks. Do what you want to do, because when you're gone, you're gone. Yeah. That's it. Well, then, but we're here. For and while we're here, <laughs> it is fourth quarter, y'all. While we're here, but while you're here, like, you're here. we're gone. But while we're here, it is fourth quarter, and I saw this uh, post on Instagram. Um, it's at, It was on this... Um, IG profile called Real Brown Girl and it was September goals and, and the start of fourth quarter It's 10 rules or 10 goals that you should or you could or you could follow Number one is adjust goals and action plans for quarter four Two is pack lunch four times a week save yourself some money Three is budget for the holiday if not done already like also don't wait for the last minute to buy them gifts Say no and don't Just explain. It's like cathartic, guys. Cathartic. Maybe. Don't even Gina's the, uh, I like don't that even. one. Say yeah. no. Don't no. Know, don't explain. Yeah. Five is visualize 2020. Time is on the move. It is literally four months away. Yeah. Mm. Go on a rental car with a girlfriend. That's the word. Brother, I'm sorry. Wow. Something very French. It is very French. You did French. You Frenched up the word more French than it could be. Wow. 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 Remember to focus on what I can control. Remember to focus on what I can control. Amen. Like your uterus. Control the control. Yes. Read a new book already in the house. No social before 9 a.m. or after 10 p.m. Yeah. I think okay. that's a good one. Okay. It, it gives you time to like run in your journal or read mm -hmm. a book. Yes. Yes. Correct. And number 10 is be more patient with self and others. Mm. I'm trying to work on that. I'm working on that. Happy September. Happy fourth quarter. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have to go braid hair and catch a flight. Gee, I gotta go braid hair on here.